I remember I was a senior in high school and um, I remember that was the year that I got my license um, and I waited a long time to get my license. Honestly, I don't know why. I think um, a lot of it probably had to do with um, uh, what my parents felt comfortable with at that time. But I remember it was senior year that I got my license. I was 17. And at this time, um, I was uh, a senior year in high school and I had night classes. So I took this one class, it was English 101, 102, which um, was a dual credit. So what that meant was that I was able to get high school credit and I was also able to get college credit because in reality, this was a college class that I was taking. Um, so I decided to take this class and they met at night. And I remember it was the day after I got my license and I remember exactly where I was at. I think I went out to eat with my family. And then after that, um, you know, I said bye and I was heading um, at this time, it would be at the high school, uh, this, this night class. So I was driving up to the, to the high school for the night class. And um, I remember just like feeling so just like free um, and just so just excited. I remember the song I was listening to. I was listening to um, Hillsong United's uh, first studio album. Um, I was listening to it in the, uh, in the family van. I had this huge family van, this big, humongous conversion van if you can imagine it with me. So I'm driving this conversion van and I'm just excited. I'm feeling pretty confident um, in my driving capabilities. And so I was at this intersection right in front of the, the high school. And um, I remember um, that one of my good friends, uh, Devin, was in front of me in his car. And uh, we were at a red light and we were waiting to turn into the, uh, to turn into the school because we had this class together. And so we're waiting there. I remember uh, exactly the song I was listening to and everything. I remember we're waiting there, and it turns a green uh, turn signal to the left. Um, so we're sitting on a red, and it turns a green turn signal to the left. And I remember Devin going, and I'm, we're, we're the for only two people in this turn lane. So Devin goes, and then I pull up, and I look around. I look up, and it's still green light. And, and I look around, and, um, and then I start to make the turn. Because I was in this conversion van, um, the only thing I could think of is that um, I was just taking the turn a little slower um, than a sports car that's easy to maneuver. So I'm kind of moving this tank in a way. And um, out of nowhere, I remember looking to my right and seeing this car just flying. And um, and it was almost that split second of just like, okay, yeah, this this is they're about to wreck. So. They smack into the side of the of the car um, because this was like a huge van. Like it only kind of shook a little bit. <laughs> so I'm sitting behind the wheel and it like shakes a little bit. But I, I totally heard the metal on metal and I, I, you know, I felt the shock of it. But thankfully it wasn't like I was in a little car where the airbags went off. The airbags didn't go off. Um, but they smacked the right side of the car and indented the front right. Um, and went all along, they scraped all alongside the, the car. If you've ever been in a car accident, then, then you know this feeling. Um, I was terrified, 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 not only to drive after that, um, but even to be in a car. I remember shortly after that, I remember um, driving uh, or riding in the car with my, with my dad to go to my grandparents' house. And I remember literally sitting in the car Senior year of high school, sitting in the car, just weeping, weeping, shaking uncontrollably. And just like, I was like having a panic attack just every single time I was behind the car because I just had this fear. 
that that I was going to die, that something was going to happen. If I saw if I saw a car in the other lane coming towards us, I literally like felt and thought that I was about to get this car. Our car was about to get smacked. Um, that somehow this car was get, going to get out of his lane and smack us. And I just remember that being a literal like fear, a fear of mine. And I remember just like that that went on for months, 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 months. And by the grace of God, like I was, I prayed through it. And I was just like, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. And literally, like that's what I would be thinking every single time I got in the car for like last for the next like three years. There's so many times that I'm looking at this left turn I'm about to do, and I'm literally thinking like I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like there's so much traffic. There's so much. Um, there's just so much like chaos going on around like, you know, I might be waiting here literally for like an hour waiting to get out of this. And been so many left turns that I've been through and that I'm just been thinking like, Lord, I do not know how I'm going to get through this. But yet again, I'm sitting at another left turn and and I've made it through every left turn of my life. And whether it be that I've made it through and and I've got an accident or maybe I've made it through um, with no accident. No matter what it, no matter what happened within that left turn, I made the left turn. Every single time in our life where we're just puzzled and at a shock and a loss for words, where we don't know how the Lord's going, how the Lord's going to carry us through this, and how we're going to even have the strength to get through this left turn, that the Lord is faithful through every single one. And so today's episode, I, I honestly just, I honestly, I just wanted to share my heart of of the left turns in my life, the the, the things in my life that I know that. Um, have been the moments, those defining moments where I just basically say like, Lord, if you don't show up, I got nothing. So honestly, that's what today's episode is. It's just, um, it's just honestly the story time. And my hope and my prayer is that through this time, um, that you'll be able to apply what we talk about in your life and, and for you to be able to have a moment where you can look back and say, see all those left turns of your life and how it through each and every one, regardless of where your relationship with the Lord is, whether you have one or you don't, that it through no matter where you're at, that through every single left turn, turn that we have a God that is faithful and that he is present through each and every one and that he has carried us through things that at that time we thought that we would never be able to overcome. And so in saying that, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Welcome to the Color and Chaos podcast. Welcome to today's episode. My name is Jonah, as I said at the very beginning, and uh, my hope and prayer is that today's episode will be able to find you in a real and relevant way, that no matter what you're going through, maybe you're going through the best of times or the worst of times, that you will know that you have a creator, savior, sustainer that, that has created you for so much more than anything this world can offer, and that even through the chaos of our life, that there truly is such a color that can be found when we surrender ourselves to him. And so um, that's my hope and my prayer, and um, and thank you again for joining. If um, if you've been blessed by this podcast and you'd like to stay in in, in touch with uh, what we're doing here, please feel free to subscribe and ring the bell if you're on YouTube, if you're watching this, or if you're listening to this, that to subscribe through however you're um, getting these uh, audio podcasts. And so, um, in saying that, I would love to open up uh, with a prayer. 
and and a and a verse and go into um, the the different stories that we're going to be sharing today. And so I would love to pray for you, no matter where you're at with your walk with the Lord, whether you have one or you don't. I want to invite you to uh, partake in this time. Um, so here, let's pray. Lord God, just thank you for who you are and what you're doing. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Just thank you so much for your faithfulness, Lord. I know there's so much in my life that I look back on and I just see you just just, just present throughout it all. Um, but Lord, I pray specifically for those that are listening to this or watching this and that are struggling right now to, 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 to think of you as a faithful, uh, faithful, faithful creator, savior, and sustainer. So, Lord, I just pray that um, that there would be something in this episode that will spark them and grow them closer to you and that they will know that they are loved so much more beyond uh, their external circumstances may tell them and that you truly have a plan and purpose for them that goes far beyond anything this world may tell us. But we need you, and I just ask for you to use me through the, today's episode and uh, just move me to the side, Lord, and just be able just to speak uh, through me. Um, to the hearts that are uh, watching this or listening to this. But we need you, Lord. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. I want to open up with um, this verse. This comes from Psalms 139. And in Psalms 139, uh, in verse 5, it says this in the NLT. It says this, You go before me and you follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Verse 6, Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. Honestly, when I think about the Lord's faithfulness, one of the things that I, I think about um, very often, probably because I'm not that far removed from this. Um, but I think a lot about school and I think a lot about, um, just all the numerous just tests and quizzes and assignments and homework that, um, that, that I did throughout my goodness, um, you know, all the way through elementary, middle and high school and, and four years of college, just every single assignment um, that I remember just sometimes as I was doing the assignment, just thinking just like, man, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But but somehow as I'm sitting here now in Macomb, Michigan, in my apartment and then right out right in front of me is, is the window and I can look out, I see the cars going by and I'm, I'm talking to you right now recording this. I, I just think that that somehow all those times that I was stressing about an assignment or um, or a test or studying or cramming, whatever it was, um, that that somehow I'm here now, like that, like that's that's a distant memory. Um, but at the time, it just felt so overwhelming, and it felt just like so encompassing everything that I was, and I just felt like you know, um, just so much anxiety that was from that. But now I look back, and I almost kind of laugh, just thinking like, "Wow, Lord, like you know, that that wasn't as big as I thought it was." One of the biggest classes that I've ever had in my life um, was Greek. So in college, um, I, I I needed to take a a biblical language to graduate, and so I took Greek. And first semester wasn't that bad. Um, I, I did pretty well in it, but in between first and the second semester, I took a I took a um, a year off of school, and so I was engaged um, at that time, and I was a year ahead of school. So I decided to to take time um, off in order to to get ready and and to work and to prepare for marriage and um, everything that came with that. And so from first semester to second semester. Um, I had this huge long break, and so I forgot a lot of the Greek that I learned from first semester, and even talking about um, that engagement, goodness gracious, that's there's so many stories about upon stories of just like the Lord's faithfulness in every left turn, 
But I know in Greek, I know um, that's just something I think about so often that I just give glory to God because I just think about that second semester and how there were so many moments where I remember sitting in my apartment or sitting at a coffee shop or sitting there in class and just thinking like, Lord, I'm in over my head. If I don't take this class, I won't graduate. And how literally like I graduated with like two points to spare from from failing that class and how like somehow like through it all the lord was faithful through every single moment and 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 that's a left turn that i think about and how now i'm i'm sitting here and i'm just thinking about how you know once upon a time greek used to be such a big burden on my heart but now it's not anymore another thing i thought about as i even was talking about greek was um even just past relationships um in my life whether it be recent or 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 years and years ago just thinking just how many times like literally like a lot of what has shaped me into who i am and and how i see things the way i see it is just brokenness um just so much brokenness that i've i've just the lord's put, allowed me to go through and um, and everything and and just even looking at relationships in my life, um, awesome and beautiful relationships, but just so many times of just heartbreak within those. And I, I remember one time specifically within a relationship in college um, with the woman that I was engaged to, I remember one time, I remember um, at, there, there's a certain time in, in our relationship, um, that, um, that she was, she was still trying to get over like an ex relationship. And that was just really hard on us. Cause at that time we were engaged and, and trying to look forward to, to what we were, um, you know, praying for the Lord to do with us, you know, stepping forward. But, um, there always seemed to be kind of this, like, you know, um, just un, unrest with a past relationship within within this and i remember this one time she had this opportunity to meet up with her with her ex and and just get that closure so that we can you know move on and it was awesome and and you know i was i was excited about what the lord can do through that and um just being able to move on but there's this time that i remember um that she was meeting up with him at a park and i remember um it was already kind of late as it was but just time was going on and on and on and on and so by this time it's around midnight and um and we're both in college and i remember getting a call from her dad and him just being like hey like where is she and me just being like look like i i know she's at this park but um besides that i haven't heard anything either you know like i haven't got any text or anything either and so um i remember her dad being like well look like like she she has to come home you know because at this time she was living still with her parents and so I remember the plan was for us to um, to meet up after uh, her, you know, having this closure and everything for us to celebrate and just like, you know, go out to dinner or something. But by this time, it's so late. And so I remember going to that park and I remember just um, walking down that park and just feeling just, just like this, this drop within my within my heart and um, just like just this, you know, anxiety of like, you know, what's going on? Like, I hope everything's OK. And. And I remember, um, long story short, I remember seeing them sitting on a park bench uh, far away, um, and um, and I just remember seeing him just really close to her, and um, just like with his arm around her. And I remember at that time, just like like I can't explain it. It's just like everything just dropped. You know that feeling like when I I don't know the biggest thing I can compare it to is when you're like about to go to the uh, to, to the principal office when you were a kid if you can relate with this you just have that that just like oh that drop I remember like there's a bench right next to me I sat down 
And I remember like just being speechless. Like just something about that just broke me. And um, just seeing someone that you love and just having to, for, for them to go through something that, that I know was hard for her and it was hard for me and it was hard for us. And I was sitting there. I remember literally like just saying like, Lord, like, like I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to think. And um, I remember at that time, um, just as I was just speechless, I felt a buzz on it, it, in my pocket. And I remember pulling out my phone and I remember my mom texting me <laughs> and my mom is two hours away. And at this point, like um, we weren't really talking a lot because I was in school, you know, um, I mean, we would catch up like um, as often as we could. But, you know, she had no idea what I was going through or what we were going through at that time. Um, but I remember just getting this text and my mom just saying, it's OK, honey. It's okay, honey. And I remember that being a moment that I think about with those left turns of just like how even in that moment that I felt like all was lost or I or I felt just speechless, how the Lord was still there. And and by using my mom to send me a random text saying, it's okay, honey, um, was a reminder of me that the Lord was present. I remember um, when I gave my life to the Lord, it literally was was a day where um, I found out that this the, the girl that I was dating, that she started getting into a relationship with a teacher at my high school that was much older than her um, and, of course, than us at that point. Um, and I remember that was the night that I, I literally was just like, Lord, take my life. I'm done. And I remember... Um, going into senior year of high school that, you know, I gave my life to the Lord in June. And, and I remember it was the night before going, um, going to class for the first time for senior year. And I remember just having so much anxiety and, and so much just like, I just, I just, I, w- I remember just weeping in my bed. Cause I was just like, Lord, like, I don't know how this is going to be with, uh, with her and that teacher. And, and, and at that time I had her, I had a class with, with that teacher, with her, and ironically, like she was sitting right next to me. So it was just like this crazy stuff. But I remember the night before um, class, I remember just literally just being like broken. And I remember um, I didn't know what to do. And I, I remember I got out of my room and got out of bed and I went up to um, to the room um, where my dad was. And I remember just going to my dad and just sitting there with him. He's like, oh, hey, you know, how you doing and everything? Like, oh, why are you still up? You know, it's really late. And, you know, I was trying to kind of hide behind my tears and everything but I was just gonna ask my dad to pray for me um just because like I was just so overwhelmed and and before I knew it like I just broke and I was just like dad like like I know like like so much has happened within me and my life and my heart since um since last year um you know I'm I'm so just anxious like you know like my 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 heart is for people to see Christ in me and, you know, at the same time, like, like I, I'm, I'm growing in the Lord as well. And, and, you know, dad, I don't know what to do with, with the, the, the teacher and, and, and my ex. And, you know, there's just like so much going on and like, I just want the Lord to use me, but I just feel so just like, I just feel like I don't, I, I you know, I don't have the courage to just take that step. And I don't know what this year is going to bring and everything. And, and I remember as I was just crying and everything, I just said, you know, dad, could you pray for me? And I remember my dad, you know, he turned off the TV and I remember him just turning to me and him being like, yeah, 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 son. Yeah, yeah, I'll pray for you. And I remember like us praying together and like I remember my dad just like, you know, kind of breaking in his voice a little bit as he was praying. And I remember him just saying like, you know, like, Lord, this is my son. You know, this is my son. And, 
you know, like, we trust you, and we give this year to you, and I just pray that you be with Jonah, you know, give him the courage, give him the strength to uh, make it through this year, and to, to glorify you, and to, to be a light to those that are broken within his school, and, and everything, and just give him the wisdom to be able to know how to handle this situation, and, and how crazy it is, and everything, and what's so crazy, looking back on senior year of high school, like the Lord was so faithful, and lo- even though it was so hard, um, through the- especially that year, I remember every day going to school and driving to school. And for one, I already had that, you know, kind of like you know that fear of you know since that accident that that happened um, senior year, um, just of of driving. So I was like every day I was driving with my sister in the passenger seat. Um, cause she was a freshman in high school at that point. And I remember literally just praying, Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you. And then I'll go to school and then having this, cr- the craziness of that situation and being reminded of it, you know, seeing the teacher and seeing her and, and by the grace of God, I was able to transfer out of that class. I still had to have him as a teacher, but, um, it, it, it was a lot better, you know, um, and, and I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate the guy and, and I didn't have any like anger or, or anything built up towards them. Like, you know, if anything, I empathize because I was like, goodness gracious, like, you know, like, you know, like, oh, you know, I, I'm broken, you know. Um, but I just remember walking through the halls, just literally thinking and, and praying like, Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you, Lord, I need you. And, and I remember like sitting alone sometimes at lunch because at this point, I gave my life to the Lord, so a lot of the people that knew the old Jonah really didn't want anything to do with the new Jonah, and I remember sitting alone sometimes at school and reading my Bible, but I look back at that time of senior year, and like I just see so much beauty within that year. That was such a foundational, and, and it was it was like the best year of high school for me. Like It was the best year because I, I saw the bigger picture of, like for one, who I was and, and who I was in Christ, but I was able to see others as, as, as Christ. I saw them and and love others as Christ loved them and be able to just be present and and not to avoid the uncomfortability or anything but to be able to to be used and to be basically a missionary there within the school to be able to point others towards Christ and it's just such a beautiful year and I just remember every time I think back on that it's like Lord you were faithful to me through that left turn through that hardship you were faithful to me and you know so many memories come to mind I remember being in college and um, going in the sophomore year of college, I um, I was able to be a camp counselor, a senior camp camp counselor at this at this Christian camp that I was um, that I was asked to be a part of. And so all summer I worked as a camp counselor. And so every week we would have a new batch of kids. And I remember I remember specifically sitting outside my cabin waiting for the kids to come. And I don't know if this is the first week. Honestly, I think it was every week. I just just got a lot of anxiety and just kind of a lot of panic. And I remember sitting at my cabin, and it was Sycamore. That was the name of my cabin, Sycamore. Um, and I was waiting for the kids to come. And I remember I was looking out, and I saw, like, the lake there and everything. And I was also a lifeguard that year, which was, like, crazy. Like, you know, like, I never would have thought I've been a lifeguard, you know. But even that, like, the Lord just, you know, brought me through that opportunity. And But I was sitting there. I remember waiting for the kids to come. And I remembered like literally being like, Lord, like, like take me. Like I can't do this. Like I do not feel adequate enough. I don't feel like I have the energy enough. Like, you know, like I'm already given so much of my time and I'm so like sleep deprived and everything. And like, Lord, like I do not know how I'm going to do this. And I remember him bringing my attention to Ephesians 3.20. This is now to him that is that is able to do immeasurably more than anything we can ask or imagine according to to him. 
you know, to him be the glory, to Christ be the glory. And, and I was just thinking about how like the Lord can do immeasurably more than anything we can ask or imagine. I remember just surrendering that moment and surrendering it to him. I say, all right, Lord, like you've placed me in this opportunity and you've placed me in this position. Like, like you're going to have to give me the strength. And looking back, how like through that whole summer, like the Lord gave me strength upon strength and relationship upon relationship. And, you know, like to be able to be a part of these kids' lives and um, for the Lord to use me, it's just crazy. And and that was a left turn that at that moment, if I would have had that escape button, you know, or or the uh, the fire alarm, I would have pulled it and got out of there because I, I did not feel adequate enough. But how the Lord was faithful through every left turn. So whether it be with that or even present, you know, like there was a moment moving up here to Michigan where I was staying with a family and there's just a, like a lot of misunderstandings as I was living there and everything. And there was there was basically a, a, a night where where I was told like, look, you, you got to get out of here. And I remember like just feeling like such a failure because like I moved from South Carolina all the way up here to Michigan. And now like I literally I remember being on my bed that night. And just like not knowing what I was going to do, where I was going to live, where I was going to turn or, or even if I like this whole Michigan thing was just like, you know, I like it was a mistake. And I remember sitting there on the bed. I literally, I literally was like, Lord, take my life, take my life. I'm done. I'm done. And thankfully God didn't do that. But like he knew his plan to, to provide every step of the way after that. Like, like, oh, so many testimonies of like the Lord and his faithfulness and, and even in my inadequacies, I mean, goodness gracious, like I'm looking at my journal right here and I was trying to write down like so many of these left turns in my life, um, where I just felt like there was nothing that I, that I had left and goodness, like there's, I mean, there's so many times, like I remember in ninth grade getting busted out of Walmart for shoplifting. And I remember at that point just being like, like, like this before I knew the Lord, but just being like, like, how am I going to get over this? Like, how, how am I going to overcome this? But like, by the grace of God, like there was no charges brought up against me. Like, 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 like I totally could have had charging and that would have changed my life. But like the Lord was faithful and I'm so grateful. Like I can't take, like, there's like, there's nothing I can say to that, you know, or like, or like a time in third grade. Where I remember, um, like, I know in my life, like, like I was exposed to pornography through the internet at, at second grade, actually. And I remember being in third grade and, um, there's this girl in my class and we were, we were just drawing like just inappropriate things. And, and I remember, um, that we were passing this note and I remember the teacher taking the note and, and I remember even in third grade, like having that kind of like left turn moment of like, like literally like, and at that time, like I wasn't a follower of Christ, but I was just like, like literally like, oh my God, like that's, this is it. Like, this is it, you know? And I remember the teacher getting the note, reading the note, you know, not out loud, but like reading the note and just being shocked. And I remember her just being, because like I was the only passing note at the moment and she turned into the girl that passed the note and she was just like, who are you passing this to? And by the grace of God, like she took the fall. She was just like, I, I was just drawing it. And like to this day, like even that's it, like something that I look back on. I'm like, Lord, like that could have changed my life. That could have changed my life.
<laughs> that, that could have changed everything. But like, Lord, like you were faithful even when I didn't know you. And, 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 and I say all that to say that like, you know, like there's so much throughout the scripture of reminders that no matter what you may be going through, no matter right now, you might be at one of those left turn moments and you might be like, look, I don't know how I'm going to overcome this. Maybe it's a loved one in your life. Maybe it's, maybe it's an illness or maybe it's a, it's a relationship breakdown, like a break up, like something that, and you're just heavy in heart. And you're just like, I don't know where to turn. I don't know where to go. Like, like if I could be as bold to say that, that, that Jesus Christ is real. And like, he wants to use you for so, such a far greater purpose than anything this world can offer. But it's in the moment of surrender where we say, Lord, like, I don't know what I'm doing and I, I never will know, but Lord, I'm yours and use me and I'm, I'm, I'm nothing. And the moment that we realize that we are broken, we are broken. And apart from him, we have nothing. We are dead. The, the, the scripture says that we are dead in our sin, that we are dead in our rebellion against a holy God. And, and, but yet again, we have a savior, a creator, savior, sustainer that is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. He took the wrath of God on him on the cross so that now we can have a relationship with our creator, savior, and sustainer. And that comes through surrender. That comes through surrender. And, and it's in the moments of those left turns where we stop doing it on our own and relying on our own strength or our own understanding or our own, you know, um, you know, mind or whatever to say you know what like lord you know like like what it says here in psalm 16 verse 8 i know the lord is always with me i will not be shaken for he is right beside me i know the lord is always with me like whether like what i shared through the moments of me just feeling like look i don't know what i'm doing and i can't do this and the lord providing a way out or whether it be in the moments where i blew it and I, I, I made a mess. And, and at that moment, I deserved to be punished. But like the Lord, by his grace and by his mercy, he provided a way out that, that I know the Lord is always with me. And likewise, the Lord is always with you. No matter what you're going through, the best of times or the worst of times, may we be men and women that say, Lord, like you're with me. You're with me. And I just want more of you. I want more of you. I want more of you that you are faithful. You're the only one that is faithful through every left turn. And even when I'm sitting at those left turns and I'm thinking how long this might take for me to make this left turn, or even if I have what it takes to make this left turn safely, but just like, Lord, you are faithful. You bring us through our yesterdays so that we can see you today and that tomorrow that we can always say like, Lord, like I can trust you with it. Like everything we go through, there is nothing that the Lord wastes. Nothing that the Lord wastes. That we have an enemy that wants to still kill and destroy, but we have a God that takes what the enemy meant for evil. And as the Bible says, the Lord uses it for good. That the, the, the misery in your life, the Lord will use for ministry. And I see that in my life. That like when I, when I talk to you or, or when we have these podcasts or these times to talk or, or even when I'm leading the youth group or, or whatever I'm doing or, or whether I'm just in the community, that no matter where I'm at, that I am a, a, I'm a, a jar of clay that like the Lord through his grace and mercy uses. And I can't take any credit for it. Anything good in me is of him. Anything, anything. The Bible says all of our righteous acts are nothing but filthy rags, filthy rags. 
But may we remember that the Lord is with us. It's Psalm 16, 8. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. Ultimately, one of the biggest left turn moments of my life was June 2011. And I remember like in that night, I literally was just laying in bed, just saying like, Lord, take this from me. Lord, take this from me. Lord, take this from me. And I remember in that moment, like I literally had nothing left. But how awesome of a God we have that I remember getting out on my knees and just saying like, Lord, like I'm done. And when, when I brought my nothing, he gave me everything. Like how awesome is it in that left turn when I, when I did not know like how I was going to make it through. When I died to myself and I said, Lord, I'm yours. Like, I've gotten myself to this spot, this point. Like, Lord, you can have me. You can have me. I got nothing left of my own effort. And, and in that moment, like, I gave him my brokenness and he gave me his spirit. And likewise, it's the same for you. That no matter the brokenness or the brokenness you've been through or that you're going through or that you will go through, that, like, he gives you everything. He gives us everything. That, 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 that produces something within us. I'm not passionate about the Lord just because I've studied him. I'm passionate because I've experienced him in my life. And, and, and I just like, and, and I'm not the only one, you know? What has the Lord done in your life? What is he doing in your life? What, 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 what are the ways that even through the left turns of our life that we can just worship him today? And just surrender and just say thank you. Even through the pain and the hurt and the frustration, the chaos. There's color. There's color. He's faithful through every left turn. Through every left turn. May we rest in knowing that no matter what, he is faithful even through every left turn. Every moment. He is faithful, he's faithful, he's faithful, and he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. And I, 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 there's nothing else I can say but just that you are loved. And if you have not surrendered your life to Christ, like, I just want to encourage you. I have so many regrets in my life, but the biggest regret in my life is not following him sooner. What is the Lord calling you to? What is your next step? It's not by accident you are where you are right now. And the Lord is using you and he wants to use you more. My heart, my prayer is that through surrender, we can just just be able to be all that he's created us to be and be used for all that he desires to use us for. And I would love to pray with you. And I pray that this is an encouragement and, and something to just... No matter what it is, and, and, and the, cool, the cool thing is, is that no matter what, the Spirit of God is, is using this to, to lead you to that next step. But I just want to pray with you and remind you that we are in this together. That anybody high and mighty that you look at, that, you know, that, that knows the Lord, I just want to encourage you to, to remember that it's the same Spirit that, that is also within you. That, that the Lord is calling you to to, to, to be bold and to be courageous for him as well. So I want to pray for you and, and just, just thank the Lord for this time that we have together. Lord God, just thank you so much for your faithfulness through every left turn. And Lord, all these stories that I shared are, are oh my goodness, this is on the, the top of the iceberg of just so much 
so much of your faithfulness in my life and and i can't even begin to imagine all the faithfulness and and those that are listening or watching this lord i i pray that we will, will not forget what you have done in the past and lord that we would use that and 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 not forget in the dark what we know is true in the light that you were the same yesterday today and forever and just as you were faithful to david the author of these psalms or or as you were faithful to me in third grade, or as you're faithful to me now, or you're faithful to this listener or watching this, no matter what they may be going through, Lord, you are faithful. You are faithful to the disciples. You are faithful to Paul in the Bible. You're faithful to, to, to the early church fathers. You're faithful to, to everyone, God. So Lord, help us surrender to you. Help us trust you. Help us lean into you, not relying on our own understanding but acknowledging you and knowing that you lead us. You lead us. That you are always with us. Help that be something that we cling to, something that we meditate on day in and day out, even in the nights, even in the nights where, where our hearts are just so heavy, God. We need you, Lord. Help us not forget in the dark what we know is true in the light. And through every left turn, you are faithful, you are faithful, you are faithful. And let that be the courage that we need to be able to trust you here and now, even when things may not make sense or even when we feel inadequate. Lord, you are faithful, you are faithful, you are faithful. Help us be obedient to wherever you call us to be or wherever you call us to go. But we need you, Lord. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Whew. Man. Ugh. We have an awesome God. And it's only the beginning of understanding who he is. Only in the beginning. We'll have an eternity when we surrender our lives to him that, that, that we are promised an, an eternity of knowing him more. How awesome is that? Help us take every day and know him more and more and more and surrender more and more and more. God bless you. You have a great day. No matter what you're going through, just know you're loved. Talk to you later. See ya.